This is the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. We're on your mobile devices. Download the app, it's free. If you got one of those smart speakers with Alexa, tell Alexa to play 1017 The Hammer. It's all easy to do. Well, let's go over to our uh, Hammerhead Hotline. And from the Journal and Courier, it's uh, Sam King, Mr. High School Sports, if there ever was one here in our community. Uh, Sam, always a pleasure to catch up with you here on a Friday as uh, another big weekend with uh, boys hoops. But uh, we had the girls' sectional draw earlier this week. Uh, they are set to what? They, they kick these things off on uh, on Tuesday, don't they? Yep. Tuesday around the state and uh, some very intriguing matchups where I think that there's an opportunity for you know at least a couple of uh, Tippecanoe County schools to come out of their sectionals. Uh, I found it also kind of uh, it's kind of funny how many of these they had the drawing what on uh, Sunday Monday whatever and then some of these teams were playing each other like this week already which was kind of weird but. That gets them prepared. Look, the big one for uh, us locally, it's the Marion bracket, right? Because Marion uh, at 3-17 and 17 gets Jeff at 3-19 and 19 on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, it's Kokomo versus Harrison, and then Northwestern and McCutcheon. And then Logansport doesn't have to do anything till Friday. That's, uh, that's good work if you can get it, I guess. But uh, uh, you look at the uh, three area teams in the Marion bracket and uh, will one of them come out as the sectional champion from there? Well, if you're Harrison or if you're McCutcheon, you hate this draw. If you're Lafayette Chess and you're 3-19 and, and you've honestly played some decent basketball in the latter half of the year um, and, and shown some improvement, you love this draw because I think there's a possibility of Lafayette Chess possibly getting that championship game. you got all the teams with you know three, four, five wins on one side of the bracket and on the other side it's just loaded with you know, double-digit win teams that are any four of those teams probably feel like they can come out of there and win that thing. I think Kokomo and Harrison is an interesting matchup. Um, Kokomo obviously facing the North Central Conference champion in Harrison, um, hoping to get some revenge, hoping to um, win its first sectional in, in quite some time. Um, you know, one of the more storied girls basketball programs in, in state history, but that sectional has been dominated by Her- or by McCutcheon or uh, previously by. Uh, Zionsville, when Zionsville was not sectional. And then, um, obviously, Northwestern was a team that dominated 3A, got bumped up to 4A, and went to the state championship in 4A in the senior year of uh, Madison Layton and, and Kendall Bostic. And they graduated and left this team kind of straighted in 4A when it's probably, you know, a team capable of winning this sectional, but a team that if it was in 3A, you would feel like that's a team that could really make a deep tournament run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, bias speaking, I would hope that Jeff could get through that first game and play on Friday against Logansport, and then Harrison and McCutcheon could uh, both squeak by and, and play each other on Friday because the first time they played, it was a great game. Obviously, Harrison and McCutcheon played in the sectional championship last year, and Teresa Maggio hits a reverse layup with, I want to say, three or four seconds to go to put McCutcheon up, and then Harrison goes down and misses a shot at Buzzer that would have won its first sectional championship since 1986, so... Uh, I think Harrison probably, when you talk about 1986, is the team that um, you know wants to break a long drought and um, kind of prove that it's as as good as it's been. You know, they've had some great regular seasons in the last four or five years and never been able to break through that sectional uh, barrier. Talk with Sam King of the Journal and Courier here on our Hammerhead Hotline. Let's uh, go down the list here. West Lafayette gets the host, but boy, um, the the draw was not kind to them as they get Benton Central for that. Uh, First game, and uh, you know, the Bison still very good, just one loss on the season. 
Uh, that's a tough hill to climb if you're the Red Devils. Yeah, and I've been Central Lost at university. Was a you know stretch where they played a lot of games in a short amount of time, and also found themselves down I think 15 points in the second quarter, and came back and made it a game at the very end. So uh, very easily could be an undefeated Bison team. Uh, these two played, I believe, in mid December, possibly early December, and I was there at Benton Central when they played, and that was just a, a thrashing. Benton Central had its way with West Lafayette, but that also was very early on when. West Lafayette learned it had lost Sarah Wards, which is the team's second leading scorer. Uh, had lost Vivian Houston, which is the team's best defender, who had broken her thumb on her left hand, I believe. And Vivian is back. Sarah will not come back. But um, I think West Lafayette has a better idea of how to play with the you know hand that's been dealt now, as um, opposed to what it did then. It was you know very new. We're trying to plug some kids in and see what works. And now you're at a point where. You go in and, yeah, you're facing the sectional favorite. It's a big rival. Uh, you've got nothing to lose. Just go out there and, um, you know, the bad thing about facing Benton Central is the point guard can, can kill you and trust the center sack. Uh, they've got Kennedy Tolan, who um, is the last of, you know, almost two straight decades of having a Tolan on that roster. Um, <laughs> he can shoot the three. She can play inside. She's a good rebounder. Uh, both of them are four-year starters, played in the state championship game as, as freshmen. And then you look at the other piece of Sienna Foster, uh, obviously a very talented volleyball player. Her dad, Todd Foster, who played basketball at Purdue. Uh, you got Sarah Gick, who's a, a nice big post that's a complimentary rebounder and scorer underneath to Kennedy Tolan. It is a very tough matchup. Um, you know, I, I think that the winner of that game is going to end up, hopefully, you know, from my perspective, because I'm focusing on the teams that I consider Lafayette area facing Twin Lakes in the championship, which should be a, a phenomenal game because the, the Indians are an up-and-coming team with a lot of really young talent that uh, I think they're not going anywhere for years. And uh, for Benton Central, especially with, with those two seniors I mentioned and Tolan and Sinisek, this is their last chance to make a run. But, you know, I say this every single year, and I wholeheartedly believe it, that nobody deserves a sectional championship in the state of Indiana more than Jane Shaw for, you know, she mm-hmm. endured some tough years at Harrison and then uh, – got ousted from that program, and then Harrison took a nosedive after she left. She comes to West Lafayette, which is, you know, trying to find its way, and she endures all the tough years at West Lafayette to get to the point where you're a consistently 15 to 20 win program, and um, it's just been Northwestern's in that sectional, or Benton Central's in that sectional, and those happen to be, like, top five teams in the state, uh, and you've got to go through them. All right, Sam, then let's go down to Attica, where uh, Central Catholic gets themselves a uh, first round by. They don't have to play till Friday. But uh, Faith is uh, also in that uh, in that uh, tournament bracket there too. At nine and thirteen, they draw Clinton Central on Tuesday, um, and then if they win, yeah, they'll run back into uh, Central Catholic. But uh, I'll talk a little bit about Faith Christian here. How how far can they get in this sectional? Uh, I don't see a team with a chance in hell at beating Central Catholic. Central Catholic in the sectional, and I know when you look at North Vermilion, uh, there's a winning record. Uh, when you look at Clinton Central, they have a winning record, but when you look at the quality of opponents that they face, um, Central Catholic is far and away faced the toughest competition and is 18-4. and four. Um, you know, And after losing in the sectional last year to Clinton Prairie and then bumping down to 1A, I think Central Catholic sees a clear path that we can be playing for the state championship in Class A basketball. And um, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it's been kind of knocking on the door since winning the 2A title in, I think it was 2016 now, um, of getting back there, you know, consistent 
regional championship games and getting beat by, you know, a team that went to state or whatever it might be. Um, I think this is a team that is determined. It's got, you know, probably its most talented athlete and maybe girls athlete in school history in Carson Cherry. Um, you know, in past years has been a, a top scorer for them and has taken a back seat this year and, you know, kind of taken a different role and said I'll do the dirty work, the rebounding, the uh, playing defense. And uh, now you have Charlie Barrett, who, uh, you know, every Central Catholic fan is familiar with that last name, mm-hmm. uh, freshman, and she's become a big-time scorer. Tori Thompson has stepped up her scoring this year. And, um, you know, when you talk about those two and you talk about Caitlin Deneen on the wings, they can shoot you right out of the gym in a hurry. And they have done it to several teams. So um, the fact that they play as many small, uh, I guess, as many guards, and, you know, got players on the wing that can shoot the way they do, they can just bury you in a, a number of ways, whether it's going to the basket or driving kickouts or what it is, whatever it might be. And just because they're so athletic and, and so long and quick, they defend the crap out of you and force you into a lot of problems. So I'm interested to see uh, how far that can take Central Catholic. Now, on top of that, you have volleyball players and soccer players on this team who have won state championships in other sports. So they're going to know what it takes to get through the you know the tough moments where you've got to have a basket to to get a win. Sam King with us from the Lafayette Journal and Courier and the Hammerhead Hotline. I know we've still got a few more weeks left of uh, boys basketball. I know we just wrapped up the girls wrestling state uh, what a week or so ago here too. Uh, Sam, well, a couple of the other things that you're keeping an eye on here outside of girls' sectionals, uh, we head into the month of February. Uh, some of the big things that uh, local sports fans uh, might be interested in or need to keep an eye on. Well, I wrote about this, I guess, yesterday. Um, it should be on JC Online right now. Um, Connor Barquette, the 195-pound wrestler at West Lafayette, is a um, legitimate state championship contender. Uh, West Lafayette has never had an individual win a state championship in wrestling, and we all know that Noah Monaday was, you know, one referee decision call on a throw last year from being a state champion. Uh, so now Connor wants to kind of pick that ball up and run with it and say, hey, I want to take us to the next step and get us on top of that podium. Um, I think he's a kid that, uh, you know, just his whole focus has been on winning a state championship and, and doing that. So um, that is definitely something in mind. Also, Harrison uh, wrestling team tomorrow morning is going for an 11th sectional championship in a row, which is phenomenal when you think about, you know, that kind of a streak and especially some of the years where it looked like they were going to get knocked off and they found a way to, to edge uh, the runner-up out and win a title. Um, aside from that, I'm looking forward to, you know, on the boys' basketball front, kind of seeing we've had some teams in, you know, Central Catholic, Lafayette, Jeff, that you would perceive to be some of the best teams around here. Um, kind of up and down uh, runs recently, and I guess Harrison and that mix too, but they were playing without maybe their best player for a while and Ben Henderson, and now he's back. So, you know, those are some teams that you really thought they should be having maybe better seasons than they are, even though none of them are really having a bad year. Um, seeing how they respond now as it gets, you know, as you mentioned, just a few weeks away from the sectional and when you've got to be playing your best basketball. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier. Again, he's going to be uh, covering all the stuff busy as we have, like you just mentioned, wrestling sectionals coming up here, girls basketball sectionals uh, all of next week. So it's a uh, it's a wonderful time here as we uh, start to wrap up the winter sports, and Sam does a great job of covering it all here for us and then some locally. Sam, buddy, it's uh, always a pleasure to be talking with you. Thank you for taking some time out of the day and uh, getting us up on all the high school action. Absolutely. Anytime, Jared. Thanks for having me on. Take care, Sam. 
All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. I've got uh, some thoughts on last night's Purdue-Iowa game. We've also got picks to get to for your NFL Sunday. All right, I got the things that you need to know. That's coming up next here on the Hammerdown Show on 1017 The Hammer and 101.